Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. But this is the cold voice for your local announcer, built to make the food show a little bit cooler than usual, after which I am told, Tom, there's no way anything you do will ever be cool. It's funny, I was just thinking that. <laughs> See? I didn't, I didn't say it, you but know, I was thinking we're, it. We're always on the, uh, on the leading edge of everything in America. Mm-hmm. See that? I mean, here I was being turned into a joker for a little while, and what do I get? A great line. Thank you very much. And that was provided for us by Marianne, no less, who is here. Ta-da, ta-da. And here we are with our uh, Wednesday, no, it's our uh, Friday show. Yep. Yep. And uh, Friday, the 10th of January. Can you believe we're almost halfway through January? I'm sorry. I am completely... I am completely uh, alarmed. That's the word. I'm alarmed Alarmed? by the passage of time and how quickly it goes. You do? Yeah. 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 Before we know it, we'll be through another year. 2020 Uh will have come and gone. Well, no matter what we do, we'll still get it. That's a depressing thought, isn't it? Anyway, let's move on. 260-6368 I've got something. You see this? This right what, here is this, this. What's that? It is a, a coffee mug. Yeah. And uh, it has a little um, something on the front part of it. Camellia red beans. Camellia red beans. Yes. And they, they put them on the side there. And here's another. I wonder if Camellia has Barlotti beans like we talked about question. yesterday. We did. And uh, New Orleans finest, uh, they claim, on the, on the mug here. Yeah. And uh, I, I ran over and got it because I needed a little sip of something in my yeah. throat, you know, because mm-hmm. here we are and bark, embarking Talking. on. Yeah. And um, what I, uh, I re- realized embarking was. Embarking on a two-hour chat If I had got just a regular uh, cup of coffee in there, just yeah. from the, right. the, the community coffee, their standard mm-hmm. issue, mm-hmm. Uh, and it would be good, but it would be a little stiff and it would raise your your. Probably anyway. I'm no no for sure, but the uh, the caffeine would give you a little. The buzz. caffeine would give you a little bit of buzz. Thank you for yes. telling me that. And uh, then you can solve the problem though by making your coffee out of fifty percent uh, chicory. Chicory. And so chicory has no caffeine. Chic- chicory has no caffeine to speak. Do you know of. that that you're talking about some of the original plant based foods. <laughs> 
chicory, you <laughs> it's can coffee. You, you can I eat mean, chicory. You, I know. It, it, it has, Chicory's a lettuce, isn't it? It has a bulbous. It's like, yeah, a, it's like a vegetable. Yeah. Grows underground. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it uh, comes up. And so it's a root. You're saying it, it's it, a root. Yeah. It's it not well, all the time, about, but sometimes what, it is, and sometimes isn't chicory it, also like a lettuce too. It is. It's it is a lettuce. Okay. So what you're talking about is the chicory that's ground for coffee is actually the root of the lettuce. Is that what you're saying? It could be, but it, if you're going to use it for that kind of eating, what you will want it to be used for more likely is. Uh, this the, coffee. the chicory. The coffee. Well, yeah. you've you've had uh, you know there's kind of a bulb. It almost looks like a a whole. It's a root. It, it's a root, but there's one that you and I and it might be it's on the gourmet side of things. Ginger, turmeric. G- no, none of those. It's um, it's it's a uh, a bulb. Celery root. Could be the root. Beets. Could also be. Um, Not a root. There's a. <laughs> No, there's a. Uh, uh, it's, I don't know why this uh, name isn't coming out. Probably because sometimes I... I'm not going to win the prize money. That's mm. all there is to it. I mean, usually I'm really good at the guessing, mm-hmm. and I wish I did have prize money coming. But I, know, I, know I guess I'm goes. just not going <clears throat> to win it today. All right, Tom, let's move on past your chicory. Was there a point at the end of this road having to do with the cup of coffee that you're holding? Was there a point at the end of it? Yeah, because this particular kind of of lettuce, as you put it, Uh although that's perfectly fine. uh, He's going right back where he was, isn't he, folks? It is a gourmet item, and you do find it in salads. What, the, the, the salad green? The yes. Salad, yeah. But I and, don't think and, most people would call chicory in coffee a gourmet coffee. It, it's not artisan enough. It's not an artisan craft coffee. You never find chicory in a craft or artisan coffee, would you? Mm. You would do it all the time. And, no. and as soon as my brain ref, reflects itself uh, or I guarantee... In your average, I don't know, Americano or whatever it is that people who drink artisan coffees drink, there is no trace of chicory in there. Well, while I was in Italy some years ago, yeah, there was a field of these things, and they okay. were, in fact, uh, they were pulling them up and putting them in big, dark uh, houses, basically, and they would sit there for sometimes. I don't know where co- he was because I didn't see that. What? I don't know where you were for that because I didn't see that. You didn't see that? Yeah. You no. must not have been old enough. <laughs> Let's start again. Welcome right. to the food show, folks. Let's uh, get <laughs> Del Sharbet on the line. Oh, no, please. No more Del Sharbet. Okay, so Boy, we I were sure going to have Rick Gracia on today. Yeah. But he is not feeling well, and I hope he feels better, and he will be on next Friday. So I got a text from him mm-hmm. this morning saying that he is not even up and at him. So uh, we hope he feels better, and we look forward to talking to Rick Gratian next Friday. Nice that guy. said— you know, Can I give him no. a little spin? I can't. <laughs> no, uh, he is a terrific restaurateur. He, he came up through the commanders, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, he did? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He was. Is that right? uh, he he worked with Ralph Brennan uh, many times in many different restaurants. Well, he's had Muriel's for a long time, he's, hasn't he? Yeah, since uh, Katrina, really. Oh, is that it? Okay, I think well, that's so. Not that yeah, long. I'm, I'm that's not only positive, years. but uh, I think. Okay. 
What? Tom, what? I have something really important what? that I forgot what to put in the newsletter today, what but is that? I want Don't everyone to tell their I, friends. I, 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 I printed this thing out. That's okay. That's okay. This morning, yeah. and now I forgot to bring That's it. That's okay. I've, I've got it in my phone. Guess what? Uh, today, does it involve? It's not in your almanac, actually. Today no? is national. Yeah. Oysters Rockefeller Day. Oh, yeah. And Who says? Antoine's to celebrate yeah. is having $5 orders of Oysters Rockefeller all day. Really? What? Yep. No, you can't be I'm telling the truth. I'm not kidding. Do you know how many racks of Oysters Rockefeller I could eat in uh, a day? Apparently you could. But anyway, you want to do that? We'll go on over there after. Uh, can we get them sent over here so we can... <laughs> I think they're a little busy to do that. But yes, $5 orders of Oysters Rockefeller at Antoine's all day today. Well, when they give you, when when you go to Antoine's and you order Oysters Rockefeller, they give you, depending on how their menu is tipping, which direction it's tipping in, um, you will uh, have something that either has six oysters in it or four. It, it, it depends on also if they're doing a That's special. It's still a deal. I mean, oh, it's a great no deal. No matter what, it's still a deal. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. It's, anyway, and, want to keep real mentioning original. that, folks. $5 Oysters Rockefeller all day today. All do, right? Do you know the story behind Oysters Rockefeller? I think I do, yes. Let's see. No, you go ahead and tell it. Well, everybody would think, well, he knows because he knows okay. everything. Well... <laughs> All right. Uh, uh-huh. Back yep. in the day, and I don't remember back exactly in, what day this is, but they needed 19, uh, a dish for mm-hmm. some visiting dignitary or something. And so they, back in, way back when, when restaurants, rentra, restaurants didn't look anything like they do now, their menus didn't look anything like they did now. They actually served relish plates of you know, maybe olives or green onions or who knows what all. And they would have these relish plates. So Antoine's needed something for a special dish. So they took the relish plate and they dumped it into a blender. I don't know if they had blenders back then. But anyway, whatever it is, they ground it all together and put it on top of the oysters. And that became Oysters Rockefeller. There is no spinach in it. There's no spinach but you do have a certain number of... Was that true? Was that correct? Oh, yeah. So do I get a prize for that? Because sure, I don't get is. any prizes for any of my guesses. Your, uh, your prize today... I'm about to go on strike. ...is a, uh, a wet, chalky <laughs> stirrer. I'm glad it's not a sip of your coffee and chicory. It's, that's what it in is. your camellia But with, with a stick, too. Oh, thank the you stick. so much. Anyway, so that is correct. It's a relish tray that was ground up and put on top of oysters, baked in the oven, and voila, uh-huh. a classic was born. It was. Okay. Now, when, you know, here's, here's what I don't understand. When did spinach actually become part of Oysters Rockefeller? When, when did that switch <clears throat> happen? Well, a lot of people just did it because it was green. Right. But in yes. fact, the real recipe for us does, does not doesn't have, have, spinach. have spinach or really much of anything else. Well, something it green has, for darn sure. Well, here's what they had. Green onions, uh-huh. green, bell, green peppers, mm-hmm. uh, parsley, mm-hmm. a- anything that was green. Yeah. And 
most of this was uh, out of salads that had been made in yeah. Nubia. And so uh-huh. they would just chop them up really fine. They would make that sounds so gross. They would make a roux, a light roux, mm. and mix every and the uh, some. When did the Pernod come in? Did that the go in Pernod, the beginning? The Pernod was coming from one of the elements in the... Uh, so that was original to the dish. The Pernod was original to the n- dish. No, it wasn't. It was not. Okay. It, it was being made with... Uh, there's a, uh, a, a variety of greens that has an anise flavor to it. Oh, so there's there wasn't any alcohol. Alcohol in the first original oysters rackets. I don't think so. You know what we should do? We huh? should we should try to make it once in the old-fashioned way and see what it tastes like. Well, I, I'm I'm not trying to keep everything focused on me. Since when? I just gave you that just for fun. <laughs> uh, was years ago. Uh, I was had already been writing about restaurants for quite a bit of years, uh-huh. and. Uh, a guy who was a chef, if I thought about it real hard, I'd remember who it was. But he was a major chef and not, uh-huh. not to be um, fooled around with. And uh, he uh, told me that, uh, that I didn't know anything really about food and that what I ought to do. Oh, wait a minute. I remember exactly who that was. Who that was, was it? Brennan Dick Brennan Sr. Yeah, I thought that was it. Yeah. One of my mm-hmm. favorite people in the history of, of, uh-huh. of my life. But anyway, he um, he said, You've, what you have to do is actually learn how to cook. Because you're sitting here eating all the time. But what you ought to do is go to France. And I will pay for you to go to France. And I said, I can't possibly take that. And I didn't. Uh, but he he insisted. Well, that was before me. I would have insisted on it. <laughs> yeah. This uh, this had, had been going on for a while, and I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to figure out how oysters Rockefeller were made, because it was a secret recipe at Antoine's or anywhere else. They uh-huh. would not tell you what was in it, mm-hmm. but they did have all of the things that we've just talked about. Yeah, and uh, I made a batch of them. No, I didn't like them. Made another batch. Well, based Made on what a, it sounds like, I wouldn't have liked it either. Well, I got it up to, believe it or not, 50 different attempts to make this come out as tasting like Oysters Rockefeller and Antoine. Yeah. And then finally, I stumbled on something. It was a, an herb of some kind. I think it might have actually been the one that nice. has that anise flavor to uh-huh. it. Let's see. What the, what fennel? The, fennel. Would, fennel. Even better than that. When am I getting the prizes? <laughs> well, I, you know, just hang around with me and you won't. So uh, anyway, we I made this a batch of them. Yeah. And I brought them over to Antoine's. And I said, taste these. And they did. And they said, these How did t- you get these, the recipe? These test just like ours. I said, well, good. And uh, what happened later, it was one of their, like, three... Pr- proprietors ago, uh, he said, you know, could I possibly uh, uh, give out your recipe for Oysters Rockefeller? Mm -hmm. This was the guy from Antoine's. And I said, "Uh, sure, you know, why not? Why why do you want that? I mean, you would think that you had enough Oysters Rockefeller to be credible. You know, the the guy at, at Antoine's. And I said, sure. He says, let me ask you something. We have a lot of people who come in here and they want the recipe, 
but we don't give the recipe away. It's absolutely something yes, that forbidden. Uh, you can't yet. Yes. But we'd like to give your recipe to people who ask for it because... Well, where is this recipe? Is it still around? It is. It's in my book. Is it? Uh-huh. The recipe that you're talking about that doesn't have the spinach or the perno or any of that. That's right. The original, what you feel like is the no, original. No, no, I, I, was, I was making it as well as I could do so. I didn't have it's any. It's in your Tom Fitzmaurice New Orleans food book? It is, yeah. Uh-huh. Really? So, uh, do you have it up here somewhere? It's, uh, it's around if here somewhere. If we were somewhere. at home, I'd just go get one and see. Okay, so what you're saying, Tom, is the Oysters Rockefeller recipe in the Tom Fitzmaurice New Orleans food book uh-huh. is as close to the one as the original Oysters Rockefeller as your taste buds could get you. I suspect And it does not have spinach or perno. It's, there's, there's something you can actually buy at the supermarket all the time. It's bulbous at one end. It has fennel. It's fennel. Fennel. Yeah. But then there's another name for it. I wonder fennel. If any, <laughs> no, there's another. It's big and it's, you know. Okay, some, Tom, we have to take a break. Okay. We will come back with more of the food show. And you, you know why we call it the food show? It's because all we talk about is food. And who wouldn't want to do that? So can do, give us a call and, uh, and share your ideas with yes, us. Yes, please. Two six zero six three six eight. Otherwise, I'll just be talking to Tom. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Welcome back. It's the food show on 105.3 FM HD2. Call us. Tell us where you've been eating lately. Your favorite restaurant ever in all time. Your favorite candy bar. Your favorite potato. Your greatest idea ever in your life for a uh, yo-yo. I don't know what you do with the yo-yo, but I can tell you that uh, it's very refreshing to have a cup 
of chicory coffee. It can be real strong. Oh, I thought you were going to say a cup of yo-yo. <laughs> a cup of yo-yo. What? <laughs> oh, please. Don't act like it's it's too weird for you. Guess what, Tom? Today oh, is the birthday of George Foreman. Yeah? Of, well, fighting fame. But before yeah. that, uh, not before that, after that, Foreman Grills. I was looking him up because yeah. I, I was curious to see how much money he had made off of this. $500 million. More than dollars. a little bit. Wait, no, it's $300 million. $300 million. Wow. And all the other fighters that he ever fought with are worth like $1 million, $3 million, $500,000 in some cases, but $300 million. What is that Yeeks. saying? It must be a great Sell product. Sell to the masses. Oh, eat with too. the classes. Anybody mm -hmm. have a George Foreman grill? Is it tucked away in the very deep recesses of your cabinet, or is it out on your counter? How often do you use this George Foreman grill, and what is the favorite thing that you ever made with it? That's what I would like mm. to know. You know what? I, I, I'm a sucker. There's no two ways yeah. about it. I readily admit that I'm a sucker. If I don't readily admit it, my daughter will uh, be happy to remind me that I'm a sucker. No, uh, what, but, what makes you think you're a sucker? Well, because I would be the type that would buy a George Foreman grill. The only <laughs> thing that has stopped me from yeah. buying a George Foreman grill is, first of all, we never eat at home. But I just don't know where all these appliances fit on your counter. Like the one thing that I would really buy, I would really buy an air fryer. Uh, you know, I would. Did you but, see the ones I have here? But it's another appliance on your counter. And I just don't, I just, it's like, oh my gosh, how do people put all this, excuse me, that's crap the, on their counters? That's the problem with it, is that who's got the room to, to use these Yeah, I mean, things? and even if you do have, like, we have a gigantic, <laughs> we have a gigantic island in the kitchen, and, and you always have to try to pile something on top of what's already on there. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, so I don't understand. I don't, I don't. I don't know. Anyway, do you have a George mm. Foreman grill? And if you do, yeah, call uh, us and talk to us. Call us and tell us, A, how often you use it. When was the last time you used it? And where is it at this moment? Is there? Is it on your counter or is it stuffed away in the deep recesses of the cabinets underneath? Tell you what, my mother bought a kitchen magician. I guess she was a sucker, too. Maybe that's where I get it. But anyway, I've heard she of bought this the before. kitchen magician. And when she passed away and we closed down the house, I took the kitchen magician. The kids were much younger then. And I have to say, I love the kitchen magician. And for a long time, we actually used the kitchen magician. Now, it didn't sit on the counter. It was in the pantry. But it was in the pantry where you could actually access it pretty easily. And it stayed in the original box, which started to sort of wear. But we did make an enormous amount of French fries and an enormous amount of fried onion rings using the Kitchen Magician. So we did use it. I mean, and we, we don't use it anymore because, first of all, we don't eat a lot of fried stuff, but we just, and we don't cook at home, you know? But, uh, but that was the one thing that we had that I actually feel like we got a lot of use out of. I'll tell you one thing. In, in a, maybe a six-month period of time, 
we used the kitchen magician more at our house than my mother ever used it in her original house. I know that for sure. Anyway, George Foreman Grill. That's the, mm-hmm. Here's the vanilla wafer dish of the day. <laughs> Put yeah. it out on the buffet. No one's going to pick it up, but I'm just putting it out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Do you have a George Foreman Grill? Have you used the George Foreman Grill? Do you currently use the George Foreman Grill? Where is it at this very moment? And what sort of thing did you cook in it that you really liked? And when it broke, why? Well, no, it probably hasn't broken. Maybe so, maybe not. I've seen some. I mean, none of these things get used enough to actually break. Yeah. You know? two six zero six three six eight. Is Ron Popeil still around? I think he is. I don't know. I'm going to look him up right now. I think Ron Popeil might still actually be alive. Two six zero six three six eight is the number if you would like to chat with us about this or any other thing having to do with food. food. He certainly mm. is. He is alive. He's actually only eighty four. Who Popeil? Yeah, really? He's only eighty four. Only, and he's worth two hundred million dollars. Wow, that's that's. I, yeah. I've been working on that myself, so I, I I'm fascinated by anyone who is. Uh, writing, written. Yeah, he's he's uh, some he's, money. He's only um, he's only worth two hundred million, which is kind of surprising. Mm. I would have thought yeah. more than that. And just goes to show you, George Foreman has been at it with only one product for far less time, and he's worth three hundred million. So, Gasp. I don't know. Maybe Ron Popeil's not doing something as right as George Foreman. Anyway, that is uh, George. For the reason we're on the subject is that today is George Foreman's birthday, mm. and uh, that is in our uh, newsletter, nomenu.com, and also on the website in the Almanac. And there's another birthday today that w- really uh, was a mistake, and I didn't uh, I-, I didn't put it in the newsletter. What's that? But everybody's going to know it. What's that? And uh, he is very much in demand here. Chef Andrea. Oh, that's right. It is his birthday today. today. I guess he'll be calling in, maybe. He's he's one year younger than me. I mean, older than I thought he was exactly the same age as you. It's pretty darn close. No, I think it's exact. He's exactly the same age as you. He's a little bit older than me. But he is three weeks older. Three weeks older. Yeah, Yeah, because your birthday's in a couple of of weeks. But I think he's actually your age. I think he's exactly your age. Pretty close. Happy birthday to Chef Andrea today. Yeah, well, I don't think we have him signing up on our another thing that is not today, in the but I'd like which to do it. Extremely important. Yeah. National Oysters Rockefeller Day and mm-hmm. five dollars for Oysters Rockefeller all day today at That's, Antoine's. What a great deal that is! I know. I'm surprised you haven't jumped up and run off. It's, the, I'm yeah. sorry, Tom. I forgot to tell you that when I dropped you off, you should have gone over well, there. Well, I for guess you can't know everything. Yeah. Anyway, it's half past the hour or thereabouts. Three six eight is the number. We will hear from. I know you love it, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> I know you love it. <laughs> no, no, tell me. I don't want to know. Timely is going to call in today. Oh yeah, Timely, our mm. roving reporters, my niece, the millennial, and her husband, also a millennial, who both work from home and home for the last several months and the next few months has been a renovated RV where they are traveling the country and making new discoveries. And when last we talked to them, they were in San Francisco where we told them they should I go to Yangtzeing and have dumplings. My heart and uh, we want to find out if they actually San did. Francisco. Another thing, Tom. Yeah? Today is National Bittersweet Chocolate Day. It is that. I, yes. That was on the uh, calendar, too. 
Well, there's not a lot to be said mm-hmm. about that, except that I, as everyone knows, and don't have to repeat, love chocolate. Yeah. The bitter, well, yeah, the bitter sweeter, the better. The bitter, the better. Yeah. So um, this is a good day for me. Anyway, Mm -hmm. 2606368 is the number. Also, you have Fancy Creole Chicken Dish Day. Yeah, that's uh, a lot of those are found in restaurants, old line restaurants like Antoine's is a a new, and and Galatoire's. Galatoire's, hey, they have one that they're famous for. Uh, It starts with a C. Pantalba? Is it Pantalba? No, Pantalba is Brennan's. Clemenceau? Clemenceau is is Galatoire's. There you Mm -hmm. go. It, that's a great dish. Both of those are really great dishes. And they, because they're chicken, they I'm don't... I'm going to quit if I don't start winning some prizes. Go ahead. You... <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Clemenceau. Clemenceau. Yes. Uh-huh. And every time I uh, take a look through any of this stuff, I, I recall that most of those, um, most of those uh, items were... Uh, Came came about in during World War One. Oh, is that right? Really? Oh yeah, oysters. Rockefeller was a definitely yeah, and and the uh, uh, <clears throat> the one you just mentioned. Uh, uh, that reminds me, Tom. I have something. I have news. Oh, I have news. Go ahead and finish your chicken dish. The chicken dish. It's a, chi- a close. Um, such with a C. You just told Clemenceau. Clemenceau. Yeah. Clemenceau was uh, like one of the leaders of the Union. Not Union. What do they call that? The, anyway. The Premier of France. The Premier Thank of you. France, we've just been told. Thank <laughs> you very Oracle much. The Oracle Speaks. Yeah, that's very helpful. And uh, <clears throat> and But, the, you know, there are a lot of these. Uh, you go to Antoine's, there is a, a, a oyster dish there called Oysters. Bienville? Be, no. They do have that. But... Uh, this oh, is man. oysters. Oh, no. It'll come to me in a minute. <sighs> oysters, Rockefeller, Bienville, the Foch. 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 That's Foch. it. Ding, Foch. Ding, ding. And uh, we even here in our city. Oysters, Foch. Foch was oysters, uh, Foch. like he was a general in World War One, wasn't he? Marshall. Thank yeah. you. Oh, that's right. As in Marshall Foch. <laughs> yeah, well, no. You know that, that's... The only thing that would make this show more fabulous, Doug, don't you think, than it is? Is if we had a webcam of Doug's face. <laughs> what? Boy, you can think of some weird As things. As he rolls his eyes at the foolishness across the glass. Yes. Doug, what mm. are you eating? You have a sandwich of some mm. sort. What is that? I'm eating everything I can find. <laughs> mm. Okay. Anyway, Marshall. Yes, Marshall. This is Foch. the food show, right? Hence oh, yeah, the yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's why I'm eating. Okay. Good. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. We are going to take a break and be right back. Give us a call, please. WWL one hundred five point three FM HD two.
Hello, you're welcome to uh, listening to the food show and to talk back at us. We are very happy to be here and talking about food and restaurants and that every day. You know we do that every day? Doug doesn't get a prize either for saying Marshall Foch. Mm -hmm. No prizes. No prizes for all the guesses that happen here on the food show. Tom... I have to say something that is going to surprise me? you. No, 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 no. But you know how you've always said, speaking of Antoine's, you've mm-hmm. always said that um, Antoine's is the oldest operating restaurant in America. Mm-hmm. And that there is a little bit of quibble with the Union Oyster House in mm-hmm. Boston. Yep, I've been there a and couple times. And that you award this distinction to Antoine's for two reasons. We have mm-hmm. One, because Antoine's is your favorite place, too, because mm-hmm. it's in New Orleans, your yeah. favorite city. Sure. But also because apparently the Antoine's family has been a long single owner of the restaurant, whereas the Union Oyster House, maybe not so much. Is that is that the distinction between the two? Yeah, I guess that's uh, one, of, one of them. Well, there is a place that's even older... That yeah. claims uh, to be around, not claims, but has been around since 1829. 1829? 1829, as opposed mm-hmm. to Antoine's 1840, but it's called Nears, N E I R S, Tavern. Mears? Nope, N is in Nancy. Nears. 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 Tavern in Queens, hmm. New York. And it is closing. It's a bar primarily. And it's closing there's a, there's a lot after of those. 190 years. There's a, there's such a place in New York City. I think it's in Boston. Just as you said, it's in. Uh, well, this is in New York City. In New York City. In the borough of Queens. Uh, and th- th- there are a couple of these. And they. So we should get them on the air to talk to them. A yeah, little that bit would in be the fun. Next hour. Again, the web. The webcam would be good. Doug just shot me a glance like, no, we shouldn't. <laughs> anyway, well, we'll 2606368 is the number. So that's too bad. Nears Tavern in New York City from 1829 is closing. There's, there's, um, uh, if we were in, at home, I have a book written by, it was in, in, in the New Yorker, and it was a, a book that described that place. And a, oh, you, you're familiar cu- with it? You've heard of it before? Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. And uh, there, there's also another uh, restaurant of the same caliber, it, it, mainly serving beer, mm-hmm. for a long, long time, uh, to the point where they had um, uh, wood scraps all over on oh, the floor. Oh, yeah. What's the name? Of, oh, oh that's, that is in New York City. We went there. What was the name yeah. of that place? Uh, I wish I it's could remember. It's kind of in the village. I think it, it's. I think it's, it might be in the East Village. I think you're right. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's, it's definitely not the West Village. It's in the East Village, and I wish anybody I could know? remember the name of it. Yeah, it's. Um, um, anybody know the name of a tavern in New York City? It is not far from whatever that free college is in uh, the East Village. It's a. Oh. A Mike. A Mike. Uh, here's, a Mike, not the Mike. Here's okay. a Mike. All right. Hello, right, A it's Mike. It's the food show. Let's see what we get from this. Mike, is that you? Uh, that's me. Hey. Well, welcome. Come on in. What's up? Well, I just wanted to, I called earlier this week. I was going to go to that salt grass restaurant. Yes, yes, yes. How'd that go? Well, I have to tell you, 
You do? Uh, it's a step up from Texas Longhorn, and uh, uh, it's not a Roos Chris or a Flemings or mm-hmm. a Mr. John's, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. maybe just a scale under that. But when I walked in, I was very impressed, just to the, the uh, just the way it was uh, laid out. It's, really? It's a very nice restaurant. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's not white tablecloth, but... Uh, uh, the steaks, I got a, uh, a bone-in ribeye, and they even did it Pittsburgh-style for me. Oh, wow. Uh, medium rare, and it was very, very good. Hmm. That's good to hear. Uh, the price was, I think you can get one of those at Roost Chris for probably, what do you think, 45 30 uh, 35 No, it's more like 45 like 50 that. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say forty-five. This was thirty-two dollars. Mm-hmm. So uh, the only thing that I really didn't care for, I got the wedge salad, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. I mean, it was okay, but it wasn't. It wasn't like a Chris wedge salad. Mm-hmm. So, but oh, good. everything else was very good. So. Good. Yeah, I'd, I would I'd, recommend that's, y'all got to try. It. That's been on my radar well, for we'll a while, but I haven't uh, haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. This is the food show, and we keep talking about it, and well, you are more than welcome to do so yourself. Let's see if a Mike is finished talking. Did he, is yeah, he? I think so. Yes, I'm good. I just <laughs> want to give you all the <laughs> Thank you for the report. You make me want to go check it out. Thank you, you very much. You make me want to check out with you, oh, baby. Okay. Da, 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 da. I had right. a, uh, a, a commercial to read earlier today. Yeah, what's that? Oh, yeah. are you going to do the hoot out and the go Tigers? Because I just laugh and laugh and laugh whenever I hear you yeah, say it's, that. Yeah, it's close. It's uh, it's close. Thank you, Doug. See, it, it's close Doug to that, does but. love us. You do love us, don't you, Doug? <laughs> he tried nears to see if we could talk to them mm-hmm. and give them my condolences. Yeah. Now, they're going to be open shortly if they're not open now because it's New York, so they're ahead uh, an hour ahead of us. But I've, I've looked them up on the website. I'm going to read something from their website. But anyway, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Yeah. The, the story, oh. the, story the, the reason they're closing is that the rent went up. $2,000 a month. Oh, that is uh, <laughs> See, a the, problem. Uh, you know, that's that's what happened to that great deli right in the... Did you hear what he said? The rent yeah, went up to $2,000 a month. No, it went New- up $2,000 oh, a month to, oh, okay. was from what they were paying before. Yeah, okay. Still okay. a rotten deal, sounds to me. Well, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's uh, something that they should close over. I mean, if you've been around for 190 years... You get tired after a while, that right? Is I would imagine yeah. they do get tired after a while. But I do want to talk to them, Doug, so maybe we could try again at like 4.30 or 4 o'clock mm. or something. Anyway, um, you know what I, I would uh, like to talk would to never, I never get tired of. Oh, I don't know. What do you never get tired of? Doing Eating. this show. Yeah, that's true. I know. And so, you never will. Uh, really? Keep waiting for that, but he never <laughs> <Yeah>. will. <laughs> No, I really do. I mean, I I think of all uh-huh. of the things that we've done over the years here. Yeah. Our program went on the air in... Uh, th- Doug, are you tired of listening to this show? <laughs> well, we know about don't, that. Don't. Mm. Yes, I know. He's not yeah, paying attention. Sure. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so go ahead. That's it. That's it? On that subject, yeah. All right. No, no, they had... Uh, so I was doing these commercials for, for Dornex, which uh-huh. I do pretty often. Uh-huh. And... Um, I, I had a real, fun, a really fun kind of 
to speech through this. Yeah, okay. Okay, go door and egg deals with Mardi Gras, for Mardi Gras. Yeah, I just want to hear you say who dat, Tom. Uh, like you mean it. Say it like you mean from, it. Say from, it like you mean it. I'm not to that spot okay. yet. Okay. Uh, from king cakes, gumbo, to beer, wine, Dornex has it for less. Pick up these wine cellar deals. Mum, Napa, sparkling all types. You, that's, whoever is doing this is sending some real nice champagne stuff, yes. there. Rufino Prosecco from Italia. From Italia. Mm-hmm. Do you know where that is? Oh. Rufino, <laughs> Rufino and Prosecco. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And Come on, uh, I just want you to get to the punchline. Get to no, the punchline. No punchline. No, not for me, it, anyway. Say it, Tom. Say it like you mean it. Who dat's? Go Tigers. Who dat? Go Tigers. Oh, no, no. Yeah. That's not. No. I don't have... I don't, you don't have, sound like you mean I don't it. Have, I don't have the understanding <laughs> of it. You know, it's like handing over a golf club to uh, a kid making little... Oh. little no one ever helps me, do they? They don't ever help me. Two six zero six three six eight. I would like to announce that the uh, chef Andrea will not be available today. He has taken off. Yes. Yeah. He's, yes. He it's his birthday today. It's his, his birthday, birthday so we will not be able birthday. to speak with him today. And I've just learned that Timely is not going to be with us. Why? Too. Do they have a birthday too? No, they don't. But or they a cake went, or They anything? went home to Virginia for some unexplained. Why would somebody want to go there? I don't know, especially when they're in California. But anyway, they're not. No Timely, no uh, Chef Andrea, no Rick Gracia. It's just us today. So I don't know. We we, we seem to be having a nice little flow. I'm having a fine time. Yeah. Anyway, uh, okay. Tom, I think you need to work on work. your Go Tigers. So that you sound yeah. like you're really in it because this is the CFP. CFP weekend. Woohoo! Go what, Tigers. Let's talk is, to Don Clement. What does that mean, CFP? You don't need what? to know. You just need to rehearse Go Tigers and make it sound like it's coming from your heart. Hi, Don. From the, from the bottom of his heart, say it loud, say it proud. <laughs> <laughs> That's Hello. mighty great to, to know. Hello. Hello. I'll bet you have a watch party tonight. I mean, not tonight, Monday night, huh? Monday night, ab- absolutely. Of course he absolutely. is. I knew he was. Uh-huh. So, so I'm taking a look at this news thing, and I have to really take, uh, this is not a restaurant at all. No, it's a bar. It's absolutely a bar. Yes. Mm-hmm. But they do well, serve food. So, and, and don't blame Tom, because I'm the one who brought it up. So Antoine's oh, is still number one. Well, Antoine's is a restaurant. This is clearly a bar that served burgers and booze, and it was yeah. a bowling alley. And I mean, there's no comparison there. Yeah, imagine mm-hmm. how that smells after 190 years of a bowling alley. Uh, it's definitely somewhere I would probably never be, so I would never know what it smelled like. Well, w- wouldn't you like to go to a place though, that's been open that long <clears throat> just to see what it's like? Does anybody know the name of this place with the sawdust on the floor? You I, step down into I, it. I, it's I, in the East Village in New York, and it's been around forever. And, and I have a copy of a book that it has a whole chapter on, on the subject of that very yeah, place. Somebody, I just look, don't, there are people who go to New York all the time. Somebody's got to know what we're talking about. Yeah. And it, it's... Somebody's probably thinking to themselves, why don't you know what you're talking about? Well, you know, who knows everything <laughs> other than, of course, Marianne over here. What? Uh, yuck, you know, yuck, yuck. Go ahead, Don. <laughs> I, I did... I did have another business lunch uh, today, yeah. which had my favorite place when it's open. Oh, tell us. The, uh, the bar at Dickie Brennan's. And I tell you, I had the uh, McElhaney uh, 
salad. You know, for some reason, during the last year, um, not even the year, during the last week or two, we have had like at least a dozen, quite a bit more, I'm tended to think, uh, about Dickie Brennan's Steakhouse. Well, well, the weird thing is, Tom, I am not a fan of the restaurant itself at all. Me neither. But but the bar, if you go for lunch on a Friday, which just reopened about a month ago, Mm -hmm. they have great bar food and a McElhenney salad, which was fried oysters. Tell me about the bar food. The bar food. Look, the burger is fantastic. It's big enough to split by with three people it's huge yeah huge all right i'm gonna have to try it out but no is this for lunch if you go sit in the bar at lunch you get to eat like bar food what what, what, what kind of a stupid question was that i'm sorry back up they had these they had these hamburgers that were about a pound they were enormous well everybody talking my language now i'm gonna have to go over there you know there was okay go ahead No, you. Well, I was going to say, the restaurant is not even opened for lunch on a Friday. Oh. So it's mm. just the bar. Ah, okay. And, and you know, we know, we, we know Charles over there. We've known him for some time. And he slipped us a couple of scallops as appetizers, which mm-hmm. were just amazing. And had a couple of martinis. And it was a very nice, inexpensive Okay. Lunch. I'm going to have to check yeah. that out. I'm going to have to check and you it watch out. The whole world, you, you watch the whole world go by. You can watch the, the CFP window. hordes go by. But the, yeah, so the, the funny thing, though, and uh, this is something that comes up just about every time we talk about this restaurant, and that is they are one of two. The other one is across the street from them at Mr. B's. Yeah. They have a place that's about eight feet deep, uh, you know, under water. Yeah. This, yeah, this, we talked about that. Yeah, we, we did. I mean, it's so bizarre to think of uh, this place, one of the few... Re- Tom, the floods are over. The floods uh, are over. floods are let over, me, Tom. Let me, Give let it up. Tell, Give let, it up. Me, let me tell you the one thing to avoid at any Brennan restaurant. Yep. Okay. And this is so sad to say. What's mm-hmm. that? Don't order a Bloody Mary. I agree. They all use <clears throat> the same horrible mix. I don't know where they came up with this. Yeah. It, Terrible. I don't get it. You might. You know what? Your problem is you don't like tomato, and for anybody oh, who, that. well, you probably don't. How do you know? You probably <laughs> don't clever. like. Uh, I'm, I'm serious. He likes everything. He has a sous vide machine. So I'm buying you a sous vide machine, by the way. <laughs> don't you dare! It's just going to be another thing on the counter. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay. But no, Tom, I do, I do love Bloody Marys. I love Mr. B's. I love yeah. uh, But they're the, the most bland, boring, flavorless Bloody Marys anywhere served in this city. And I have no idea why. Okay, now do you, like, you like Bloody Marys? Yes. I okay, like now you know what? Like you know who's hot. got a whole Bloody Mary bar? A Chafalaya has this... Bloody Mary bar. Oh, do they? Yeah, it's like it's like a buffet, and you go take your Bloody Mary and you you buffet it up. So I used to look. I used to set up my own Bloody Mary bar. People came over. There was a hundred things on it. I have discovered a secret. What's that? It is called the Bloody Buddy. What what is that? Tell us. It is a pre-made mix, including the vodka. Uh-huh. And if I would not have tasted it myself, I would have said no. I literally pour it over ice, mm-hmm. add lime, lemon, okra, 
olives. It's perfect. You do nothing. Mm-hmm. It's at Dornax. It's at Rouse's called Bloody Buddy. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Okay. Delicious. Bloody you do Buddy nothing it is. To it. Can we yeah, get back to the, the whole pound hamburger for a second? Yeah. Let's so if go. I want to eat a burger mm-hmm. and I don't want to go mm-hmm. at lunch, could I go to the bar at Diggy Brennan's at night and eat this hamburger? I don't know that. I would have to check. Okay. I don't know that. And, you know, the other reason I don't like Dickies is, uh, and, I, and I said this on the show last week, I like steakhouses that are a la carte. I yep. don't like my steak to be served with things on the side that I didn't put on the plate itself. Oh, I, yeah. oh really? That's kind of odd because usually at a steakhouse you get yeah. the steak and then you have to order everything else. Well, yeah, they're, that's they're that's true. true. That's for darn <laughs> shoe. They, uh, they, uh, did you say darn shoe? Darn shoe, yeah. That's <laughs> you. You know how you, 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 you have to eat during this course. That's what I say all the time. This darn shoe. Yeah. yeah. And and I hate that, that darn acoustic tile ceilings at restaurant. I can't handle yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I, but I really, I'm really intrigued by a pound of hamburger, so I'm going to have to investigate this. Well, let me tell you, the, mm-hmm. you would have to take your daughter and Tom to eat it. Okay, that's fine, because I, I won't have to talk, and I won't have to talk mm-hmm. her into that, that's for sure. Yeah, but and, and getting back to the, uh, the drinks you that you were flood? talking about. Okay. You don't say flood again. Yeah, please don't going, say you know flood what? again, yeah. Don't say flood again. Well, no, the, uh, you know uh, we need to get together, and before the show, we need to go eat there on a Friday. Okay, deal. You, you know how Let to get a hold of me. You contact yep, me. I'll take right? care of it. Perfect. All right. Have take a great care. weekend, guys. Bye, you too. But, you know, when it comes and to... And remember, Tom. Yeah? Go Tigers. Say it like you mean it. Go Tigers. <laughs> Actually, that is better. Yeah. Tigers. Well, you yeah, know, I'm... Wait, here's um, my, the question, Tom. Huh? Which tigers? Because you have to specify. This is this is a battle of two tigers. The Blue Jays. Because <laughs> I'm a Jesuit boy. I know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, getting back to the bloody, bloody, what, what was it? Uh, Mary. Bloody, bloody Mary. Mary. That's not my kind of drink. Yes, I know. Ask me now, what I, is my I, kind I, of drink? I'm not going to. You You're know why? Going? You know where it's going? <laughs> Doug knows it, too. Wait, Tom, can I can I trade? Because I want to look at Doug's face. It's too funny. I want to look at Doug's face. <laughs> I'll take Manhattan, I'm, the I'm Bronx, and the Staten Island, too. I'm looking at Doug's face. They're lo- huh? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you know what, Just a Tom? simple little song. What would you like to have with your Manhattan? Doug? Get on the dump Oh, uh, Oysters Rockefeller, five a dozen. Oh, you're yeah. right. You're right. $5 for an order of Oysters Rockefeller at for, Antoine's yeah, today. Today. Only because it is National Oysters Rockefeller All day, day. Or, or does it include night? Or, no, I mean until they close. All okay, day. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just, I'm just checking. Use. All day until close of business day. Yeah. C-O-B as opposed to C-F-P. College football playoffs. Oh. Mm. Go Tigers. <laughs> is the number. We are super silly today. That's okay. I mean, <clears throat> uh, you, you, what do you listen to the radio for anyway? That's to what be I say. To be entertained. That's what I say. And that's what we're trying to do here. And if you don't think we're doing a ju- good job of it, call us up and tell us. <laughs> I'm serious. You know, we, oh, don't invite that. Doug's going to call. <laughs> 
he's gonna he's gonna call and disguise his voice like Mike. The Bronx and Staten Island too. And he's gonna complain. Anyway, uh, we are having fun though, and uh, because it is college football playoff weekend, and I'm in a good mood. And um, me too. Yeah. And we have all kinds of stuff to talk about. We haven't even gotten past the first paragraph. Of I'm, I'm the still, almanac. I'm still trying to find out, or I know what it is. I just can't seem to pull it over into my brain. Uh, there is a, a vegetable. You can find it in almost oh, any, grief. almost any fennel. supermarket. It's fennel, Tom. In huh? It's fennel. Fen- fennel is a, is one word nope, for that's it. it. No, fennel. there's there are two other ones. No, I betcha. Okay. Okay, and they're bulbous at the bottom, and they're kind of long at the top, and they have a kind of a flavor of anise, you know, the licorice, some Mm -hmm. people call it that. And um, I I really love that taste. I know a lot of people do not like that taste at all, but I love it. And so uh, it's interesting to me that Oysters Rockefeller is another one. It's made with that vegetable. I want to. I and wish we were at home today. I mean, I actually, I'm glad too. that we're not at home today. But Why? if we were at home today, I would. Um, I would get your cookbook, Tom. You probably have a cookbook in your in your uh, mm-hmm. credenza, your in metal credenza there. Yeah. Um, if you can get it out of there, I want to see the recipe for oysters Rockefeller. If it does not have spinach, and it is the original one that you created from what your flavor profile seemed like to you. I don't think... Uh, 2606368 is the number. We are about to go to the news for a little bit, and when we come back, we would like to talk some more about all these things, because it is a fun day today as we head into, and this is no joke, the big weekend that everyone is going to be partying down about. $5 Oysters Rockefeller all day today. want to keep mentioning that. Yes. Yes. Two six zero six three six eight. You're listening to WWL one hundred five point three FM HD two. We will be back at the top of the uh, after the top of the hour news.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.